Why not both? Who's your tailor? I took the liberty, sir. Robin, Riddler and Two-Face can make a pretty lethal combination. Figured you could use a hand. Two against two are better odds. I can't promise I won't kill Harvey. A man's got to go his own way. A friend told me that. Not just a friend. <laughs> no! Can you act? He broke both his arms. Probably still wouldn't help put his pants. He's the most Indian person in Hollywood right now, so. Not by the belief. I love John Gilbert. Hey, asshole! Get your under control, dude! And today we are watching what Eric. I'm Evan. And I'm Eric. And what are we doing today, Eric? We are talking about sidekicks. And Woo. what's the difference between a sidekick and a buddy? And are they the uh, same and, uh, thing? Just to uh, knock off a few sidekicks, uh, Bill Murray is one of my favorite sidekicks, Eric. Because he hosted a show called World of Sidekicks and Ghostbusters 2. The 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 ooze one, yeah. There was a sick a show of sidekicks. Sidekicks. Yeah, the psychics. They weren't sidekicks. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Because the second one was Daphne Moon from Frasier. Yeah, she was a sidekick. She's a sidekick, not a yeah, sidekick. You gotta enunciate the word. This whole this whole fucking week, I've been saying sidekicks all. Week. I don't know why I keep saying. And I'm going to fuck it up. It's supposed to be side. You're supposed to emphasis the D <laughs> for this whole week. I've been like, hey, who's a really good sidekick in movies? And someone's like, Professor X from fucking X-Men's a really good one. <laughs> I'm like, was he a sidekick, though? I don't think he's a sidekick. <laughs> who's he sidekick? He's, he's a mentor. No, that's a psychic. <laughs> you got to really enunciate. <laughs> yeah, see. See. I don't think Bill Murray was a psychic, actually, but it was funny because he hosted the show. The psychic. And he'd be like, ha ha, see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> points at his head like an idiot. The World of the Sidekicks used to be one of my favorite shows. What was the other one? Bass Fishing. Yeah, I know what bass fishing is. I've been bass fi- You've been bass fishing? Bass fishing? Uh, no, mostly catfishing. I don't think I've ever actually Like on the computer? Other. No. No, I've caught catfish. Like, okay. N- nothing I was big. making sure what kind yeah. of catfish you were talking about, catfishing. Yeah, I've always, I always throw them back in the water. You never I don't eat think I've ever one? caught any. You never eaten one of the fish Dad, you caught? Our old man, our old, our old, our old father, he, he cooked a few. We went camping once. Well, I was there. You too. were there. Yeah, no, what fish yeah, did we catch and eat? We went to that pond. I mean, Zach, we're catching them like crazy. Pond? Yeah, oh. I was over to that... Red Cloud or Red Croft. Cloudcroft? New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah, wherever it was. Red Cloud. <laughs> I don't know why I said Red Cloud. 
Crap, Cloudcroft, New Mexico. Yeah, there was like a little fishing hole or something like there. I vaguely, I guess I don't remember yeah. that part very well. Yeah, Dad, Dad cooked some uh, and cornbread. Yeah, that's the only time. Other than that, every time I've caught a fish, it's either Zach got mad and like released my fish into the wild, or I had to throw them back because what else was I going to do with them? Yeah, we, we caught bass one time, but I, we didn't need it. But so, do you think they're fucking grateful that we did that? Yeah, they get to see the light. Like, they get to like. Yeah, but, think about it. It punctures their like lip, and they're really pissed off. It's like I really didn't want a piercing. Yeah, especially here. But think about it. You get to give them a near death experience. You get to bring them into the light. They get to be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die!" And and then they think, "Oh, like they're like suffocating," and they're like, "This is gonna be it. This is this is everything in my life. It just flashes." And then you throw them back in the water, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna live a whole new life now. <laughs> I'm gonna change everything." <laughs> That one fish spread so many eggs across the ocean. <laughs> Just mating with everything. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good, good for him. And you made him cool because now he's got a war story. You know how we got here? You know how we got here? Bill Murray? The world of the sidekicks, Bill Murray. <laughs> it's the second favorite episode of that security guard in Ghostbusters 2. was Their second favorite show was bass fishing. But... So what is the difference between a sidekick? Okay. Not a psychic, a sidekick. Okay. And a buddy. Or just buddies. I I was doing Now this is okay, before I went into this the, to me a sidekick before I went and did some research cuz I did some homework on this area. Okay. Okay. And before we get to that, we got to do some plugins first. If you have any suggestions for movies or anything we should do, or if you have any questions for us, see us at Eric and Evan go to the movies on Twitter, or it's just at W Movies. That's D-O-U-B-L-E, capital E, movies. And if you're looking for a really great show, Eric? Yes? You have any suggestions for a really great show? A show? Are you talking about podcasts? This is a difference. Podcast. Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of really good shows. You ever seen How I Met well, Your Mother? Well, it. Ah, no, I hate that oh, shit. Well. God damn it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Delunatic Show. If you're interested in an amazing podcast, I'll tell you right now. These guys... Titan Four, these guys, the Lunatic Podcast, the crew over there, they are amazing. They are funny. They are creative. They talk a lot about sports. They are big into Texas Tech. They're big into the Green Bay Packers, but they bring the facts to the table and they are confident in their responses. Have you listened to the Lunatic Show? I have. And what do you think of them? I think they're pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're fan-damn-tastic, sir. So go listen to the Delunatic Show. When they bring up an episode, they record like two times a month. But man, they're good it's guys. It's the second best podcast I've listened to. Yeah, they got... It's three Cars of them. Being the first. Uh, and they have a... Uh, I don't know who really exactly is the leader, but I guess the other two would be considered sidekicks. And that is what we we're talking about this week. <clears throat> Eric, I believe the goal is to find the best sidekick there is. 
in movies, so we have to stay only in movies. Okay. Miniseries and other television no, you series can't kind of go out. You can't. Cons- yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say miniseries don't count. No, not miniseries. Those are out. Uh, so, doing my research this mm-hmm. week, I got this definition from Mojo because there's not a lot of people who actually talk about sidekick characters in movies. Mm-hmm. So the definition from Watch Mojo was sidekicks are companion characters that are anyone or thing that, on the regular, helps or advises the film's main protagonist. That is a sidekick character, okay. according to them. Okay. So before I walked into this, I thought a sidekick character really was somebody that just, like, he's there with the main character, but if you took him completely out of the story the events in the story generally would just happen as they are. It would just be rougher for the main character. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a like superhero, psych- though. Okay. That's more superhero than, like, movie sidekick. Like, you think the whole time Batman without Robin? Because this is where this kind of begins. Without Robin, Batman still will accomplish all the things, and it would just be a lot more complicated for him. The char- the psychic character and completely he is useless. And my example is Chewbacca. Mm. I can't justify all the movies that Chewbacca is in, but I I, I can justify the New Hope because I've probably seen that one more than all of the others. Yeah. If you took if you completely took Chewbacca out, mm-hmm. the heroes still save Princess Leia, still destroy the Death Star. And get medals at the end, and Chewbacca still, you know, the whole he didn't get a medal bullshit doesn't even happen. He just doesn't exist. Like, every, what did he do to further the plot at all? Who did he help? He helped, but if he wasn't there, it still all would have happened as it was. That's just my view of a sidekick at first. Okay. Disagree? <clears throat> um,. I can't say I've seen Star Wars enough to dispute that. Because <laughs> he does end up That's in the compactor I... with him at the end. Yeah, but he... And not at the end, but he ends up in the compactor with him. Yeah, but what but he's he really there to say to help? Well, no, because he, he helps Han, Han Solo save them. Without Han Solo, Han but Solo couldn't Han have done Solo it. Probably, also, think about this. No, no, no. Think about this. First of all, okay. you're not thinking about it right. Because, first of all... The Millennium Falcon, there's no way Han Solo could have driven that by himself and shot the machine guns. So there's times whenever they're flying, there's no possible way to without Chewbacca that they could have done what they oh, were doing. Okay. Hold on, though. Now, was... It was... Shit, was Obi-Wan Kenobi dead at this point? Yes. I think he's still alive. Uh, uh, yeah, he's alive. He's alive this whole movie in the yeah. first one. Okay. He does it okay. So he or disappears. And he could have fucking gotten he could have gotten to that fucking gunner seat because he's done it before. We know that because of the Yeah, prequels. but that was before he they met him. He fucking shot them down. He didn't do shit when he's on the Millennium Falcon. Okay? He didn't have to do a thing, actually, because Chewbacca was there. But if we eliminated Chewbacca, he never existed. Him and Han Solo never got together. Then Han Solo would have continued to fly the Millennium Falcon, and Obi Wan got he would have got off his fucking ass and hopped in the gunner. How much do you like Star Wars? I don't. <laughs> I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'm sad to say. Clearly, you are. You've thought about this quite a bit. 
I'm just no. I'm talking about sidekicks. Okay. You could eliminate the sidekick from that equation, and that's what I initially thought. Okay. I don't agree with that entirely anymore. Okay. So, what was your opinion on sidekicks? Uh, sidekick had to be sidekick was just anybody that was there was there was the main character clearly or there was mm-hmm. very much a leader in the two. And he was the one that was along for the ride and contributed. So, Tonto and the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger's the main man. Tonto's a sidekick. Though he is a... He contributes the whole time. He's a team member. But he's not necessarily the main focus. Yes. But could you eliminate Tonto and the story could go as... It wouldn't be as good. We know that. Yeah. But would the Lone Ranger still solve the puzzle or whatever the adventure requires no. without Tonto? No, because you need a yin and a yang. No, think about it. it. Say it, it's real life. Okay, yeah. there's a real Lone Ranger. Exactly, here, okay? that's what I'm saying. Tonto got sniped months earlier, so he's got to go save the girl from the bad guys. Have you Could he accomplish it without Tonto? You never heard the saying, two heads are better than one." Okay. Have you never? The Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger is a bad. So you mean to tell okay. me? Hold on. Let me. Th- this is how narcissistic you are. Let's talk about you for a sec here. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You. You mean to tell me? <laughs> I'm a lone wolf McQuaid. Did you say that, that there's one person that would have every answer out there? Batman. No, he needed Robin. Clearly, at some point, he met he met an adversary where he didn't have he all the went answers. Years without Robin. Though. But he didn't now, go forever. I- now, Robin's not the first sidekick of all time. Let's be honest. The first sidekick was probably like Peter but Jesus or something. I don't know who the first sidekick is. The first sidekick was technically Eve. Nah, she's the damsel in distress. No. The snake thing. She becomes a damsel in distress. Actually, I don't even know how that'd be. No, I don't think she's a sidekick. You don't, you don't screw your sidekick. Do you? We don't know what they were doing in the Lone Ranger. Does Ariel <laughs> like accept flounders like seeds? Speaking of bass. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't necessarily think they're a completely separate side character. Like they are developed. So you can't just have the story without them. I mean, yeah, technically, okay. if you're writing a story, yeah, you could write it around not having a second person. Yeah. but if you And just... he would still solve the problem. It just is not as good. Like, you said last week. Yeah, that's, week, why, that's what that I'm saying. Scooby, Main character. That Scooby, Scooby is the sidekick mm-hmm. in Scooby-Doo, which is, okay. I, I can argue and agree with that. But Shaggy is apparently the main character. He's part of the main cast. So who's the main character? I, f- Who I feel like Fred kid? is the main character <laughs> because he drives the car. Like, think about it. The driver's the leader. He's the main character. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> he has Always thought everybody's he the- life in the- He could end that entire group with but one swerve of that wheel. <laughs> you mean to tell me you don't think he's the leader? <laughs> well, he's, he's on your shit. I get it. But that whole van was 
It's probably fucking off. He's the only one that has the balls to drive that van. (laughs) I guess. Here, this is interesting. Bilbo. Hobbit. Yes. He's a sidekick. Sidekick to who? Oh, yeah. The dwarf. Uh, Oakenshield. He's a sidekick to who? To Oakenshield. Okay, who? What's the what's the storyline? What's the storyline? He's a he's a sidekick to Gandalf, but he's part of the crew that goes with Gandalf. Actually, technically, Gandalf's more uh, a sidekick than Bilbo would be. But that's the thing: the story revolves around it does revolve around Bilbo, so he's like the rare main sidekick. <clears throat> okay, you're talking about Bilbo from the Hobbit too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, yeah. I was thinking Bilbo not, from not Lord of the Rings. No, I was thinking Lord of the. I was like, he's barely in Lord you, of the you, Rings. Yeah. No, you're thinking of no, no, no. I'm talking about the Hobbit. No, I know. Okay. Who Bilbo is? The story revolves around getting the dwarves home. <clears throat> yeah. And he's fighting for their home, basically, because you know his home is you know, whatever the fucking corny line is. But the dwarves still could have gone through all of that and survived. Not likely, but they still stood a chance in getting to. And defeating the dragon. Yeah. Not likely, I know, but there stood a chance. Bilbo actually technically is pretty useless in the whole thing. Yeah. Analytically. <laughs> but when you write <clears throat> But when you write a story, you write it from your perspective. That's why the Hobbit's written. Well, yeah. But he's not a main character. Or he's not the main protagonist, in my personal opinion. Frodo is. Frodo is different. Yeah. They need Frodo to get to the Mount Doom. So Sam is his sidekick, but Bilbo is actually Oakenshield's sidekick, as is Gandalf. Gandalf's always a sidekick. Because you can have multiple sidekicks, I guess. Yeah, the gang. That's my personal opinion. I <clears throat> Technically, well, Scooby-Doo is a good, Gandalf- good example of it, too, because there's five of them, yeah. so technically. Scooby and Shaggy and, just hang together. Yeah, whose storyline, whose main storyline is it? Is it the crew or is it the dog <laughs> maybe when scrappy's introduced maybe it's about you know raising your nephew well then they finally <laughs> get a dog that can talk but they're not movies though that's the thing. Oh, they are they make one. Oh well, well good point good point uh hmm but uh but we're we're in you know who didn't have a movie, and I was going to bring this up, was Plank. It's probably the ultimate non-human sidekick, but he's television. Plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie? From Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Plank was a good sidekick, though. Plank. Who? He's a watermelon head. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, that's who it was. I was trying to remember who yeah. the kid was. Yeah. You remember he's a superhero, too, and he puts the watermelon on his fucking head? As a oh, mask. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Plank was a good sidekick. That was good old Cartoon <laughs> Network days. I remember it was. Yeah. Plank so was a dang good sidekick. Okay, but I believe our goal today is find the best movie sidekick. So I've got a list for okay. you. Okay, hit me with them, and we will mark them out. So this is the twenty-one greatest sidekicks in movie history, Rolling Stone. So this is a nat- big publication. Oh, okay. I didn't see this. I stuck to YouTube. Videos. Okay, so this is Rolling Stones. 
Okay. So this is their actual writers. So they list, uh, I do not believe it is in any particular order. Okay. But they list Chewbacca from Star Wars. Hmm. Which <clears throat> definitely is like, ah, I just wasn't a big fan. He's he's one of the entertaining. He makes Star Wars worth watching. Him okay. and the droids. Okay. I agree with that. Han Solo. I like Solo. Yeah. All the sub-characters are more entertaining than the main storyline, to be honest. I just... The Jedi storyline is absolutely fucking boring. Um, <laughs> we lost our Tokyo viewer. And then we talked... <laughs> and we talked about Lord of the Rings, Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, the, he's a good one. Dr. Watson from Sherlock Holmes. I have him down. I would agree. He's one of the... <clears throat> I think the first one he's definitely definitely a lot better than the second one did they make a third one no they did not Okay, the first one's pretty good I like the movie style they're still like who is the director I can't Guy remember Guy Ritchie I believe Guy, maybe but the way those are filmed are so I, cool I'm about 90% sure that it's Guy Ritchie I think you're right, without even looking it up. But he did a solid job. And he tried to do that with the King Arthur movie he did with uh, the dude from Sons of Anarchy. Uh, never saw the movie because it looked terrible. Oh, there's a third one coming out. Well, hopefully it happens. I enjoy them. I just think the League of Shadows one was just really long. Yeah, it was kind of convoluted. Yeah, there was, there was a lot going on. I was like, hey, <laughs> this is a basic movie, man. Just fucking solve a crime or something. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> okay, well, he did a good job in that. Guy Ritchie does very... Oh, I enjoy his movies. He does okay. very good movies. Okay. Do you pick, 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 pick for five favorite? My five Who's your favorite? Five? Yeah. Your five favorite alpha, alpha whatever list you got. I was hoping that list was in like some sort of top... Because I really only cared about the top five. So, <clears throat> sidekicks. My top five. No particular order. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're hard to order. Okay. Um, <clears throat> mine are mine are pretty hard to argue. So, <laughs> I got Cal Norton from Talladega Nights. Okay. He is an amazing sidekick. <laughs> shake and bake. You can't have shake... There's no shake and bake without bake. <laughs> okay, that's one. That's one. Okay. Like, right? All right. Okay. And then I... I'm not going to argue yet. I'll bring my arguments okay. up. I got Pumbaa. <clears throat> Pumbaa from The Lion King. That was Pumbaa. Because Pumbaa's definitely the sidekick to Timon and Pumbaa. Yes, but they, are they sidekicks to Simba? They're sub-sidekicks. Like in the hierarchy of sidekicks. Yeah, okay. They are the okay. subcategory, and in their duo, he is the sidekick to Timon. There was a Timon and Pupa cartoon, I think. There was. Hmm. There, hmm. That's television. Voiced We're by movies. the same exact people. <laughs> Voiced by the same voice actors, which was amazing. Usually, yeah. So when you know when <clears throat> Disney like remakes it, and they basically remake it, the entire storyline exactly right, line for line, and Seth Rogen voices Pumbaa this shit annoys the hell out of me 
I'm uh, just not a big fan of the uh, Disney remakes of the line for line movies. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, they're I disappointing a little bit. I expect something a little different, and instead you get the uh, exact same movie that you've seen. Yeah, and just and it's to me lesser quality. It's visually different and kind of cool, but you miss the voice actors you grew up with. Yeah, yes. Did they do Aladdin? Did they do mm-hmm. that to Aladdin too? I didn't watch Aladdin. I, when I saw the Lion it was King, it, same bothered, line. it bothered me. It was a little different because uh, he did genie different. He yeah. didn't do genie exactly like uh, Robin Williams, yeah. which I actually enjoyed because I didn't want to see him do exactly Robin Williams again. So his parts are all different. Yeah, yeah, so his parts are all different. But it's pretty much the same movie. They meet a. Li- There's a few scenes that are a little. A little different, or not a little different, but uh, not different, but uh, they change. They completely change like the end of some of the end scenes. That's one of the few that's actually not exactly shot for shot. But it was close enough to. It was you. pretty close. Okay, so we got Pumbaa down. Who's your three? Uh, my next one is Bubba mm-hmm. from Forrest Gump. Varsity Blues. <laughs> you you rank him over Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. You ranked him over Lieutenant Dan. What the fuck? Dude. Lieutenant Dan ice cream. Bubba knows so much about shrimp is ridiculous. <sighs> and he dies. Would have come really handy if he didn't die. Yeah, but you could have taken Bubba out, and it'd be a crappier movie. But you took Bubba out. But he's, he's a great sidekick Forrest in Gump, that movie. Forrest he's a Gump wholesome gets, character. You just fall in Forrest love Gump with the guy. Get, you root for him. For, Forrest Gump still gets bit in the eye. <laughs> Actually, he he doesn't get bit if it wasn't for Bubba. <laughs> I gotta find Bubba. <laughs> but he would have saved anybody. That's just Lieutenant how good. Lieutenant Dan's a way better. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna save my opinions. I'm gonna save my opinions. No, you're already gonna try to shit on. Bubba's a great sidekick. Fuck you. He dies in the movie. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan survives. So my fourth would be Wilson okay. from Castaway. <sighs> Damn. Damn. Am I in yours? All right. Go ahead. Wilson. Go Wilson's ahead. an amazing. He didn't even speak the entire time. Go ahead. He's a sub character in Robin, or not Robin Williams. Tom Hanks's own head. Okay. Okay. You upset? I saw you. I saw you right there. <laughs> yeah, I had him, man. I fucking had him down. Don't worry, I got back up. Last but not back. least, to go a little foreign okay. and indie, uh okay. stretched out there and I picked up Danny from a uh, hot fuzz. Oh, God, I thought you were going to pick Danny from fucking Shining. (laughs) I was like, what? Nah, Danny Danny from Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. Him and uh, Simon Pegg. Their movies. Yeah, yeah, but just the actor as a whole. I love him. I love him. Shaun of the Dead. In my mind, that's that's a trilogy of movies because... It basically play the same character, just on a new adventure. Each yeah, time. <laughs> just like a different life. We'll put you in three. We'll put him in three movies, actually. 
We'll just put all three of them, just to debate. Otherwise. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, actually, no, I didn't put any honorable mentions. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I just had my I, I just had my top five because I was thinking of uh, entertaining five that just kind of made the movie. Because without them, you just it's a completely different movie. You can't you couldn't put a football in there and be like this is the football wouldn't work. This is is <laughs> and be like nuts. Hey Arnold, man. I've already, I've already seen that. <laughs> you can't you can't rename that. Uh, that's fucking good, actually. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna throw mine down. All right. And not in any order. I'm put. This is the deal. I'm gonna put my five, and we're gonna go against your five, and we're gonna fucking just have it okay. out. Is what we're gonna do. Okay. Walter, soap soap check. Big Lebowski. Okay. I thought about him. He's a good one. He was right the entire movie, except <laughs> the other Lebowski was not. He was, in fact, paralyzed. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was, in fact, paralyzed. So the dude would have never gotten his rug back had it not been for Walter encouraging him to go get his rug back. Go get his fucking rug. Walter goes in my ring. In my corner, don't cross the line. I'm going with Sam. Sam Wise Gamgees, and I had number two. Trust me, you can argue all you want. Okay. I'm going with Sam. Okay. I'm gonna give you all yours. <laughs> you fucking took. I hate you that you took fucking. Uh, Wilson? Fucking Wilson. I love Wilson. Number three. You have an honorable mention that you can slide in there. Oh, I got I got plenty of honorable mentions. I have a lot of stuff down to be honest with you. But number three. Cliff Booth. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Uh... Number four. Alfred. Wait, from which Batman? Al- There's like seven different Batmans, man. Fuck, who's the Dark Knight trilogy? Dean Kane? What was his name? Michael Kane. Michael oh, Kane different is Kane. My... Yeah, definitely. Michael Kane. Dean. Michael Kane. Wasn't Superman. Michael Kane. Number five. Number five. Damn. Number five. David Wooderson. David Wooderson. You ever seen Dazed and Confused? McConaughey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wooderson. <laughs> Uh, that is who I'm walking in. I can't say that that's a sidekick, though. Yeah, he's totally there, though. He's totally helping these kids get beer. He's the ma- We'd he's have cool, a good dude. time. He ain't no sidekick. Dude, he's a That's disrespectful sidekick. to call him a sidekick, to be honest. Okay, I'm not, I'm all not right, going to. All right, all right, all right. You're right. You know what? You're right. You're right. He's his own thing. 
He's his own fucking thing. You're right. You're right. That's You're cool, right. man. You know. Man. You're right. So I'm going to go with Dr. Schultz. Dr. Schultz? The insoles? Dr. Schultz. Dr. Schultz from Django. The dentist who frees Django and helps him find his wife. The Django. The Django. Dr. Schultz. Hmm. Played by... Man, I forgot his name. Ian McGregor. Uh, what is it? It's... Uh... Waltz. I think is his name. Yeah, it's W something. Whitfield. Watson. Nobody knows what else it is. Christopher Waltz, played by Christopher Waltz. Big fan, big fan. Yeah, Christopher Waltz. That's who I walked in. That's who I'm walking in the ring, Eric. Tell you what, who's up to bat in your top five? Go one-on-one. On one. I'm sending in Cliff Booth. And I'm debating. We're debating. If you can beat me in a debate... I went with heavy hitter. I know that's what I'm thinking. I say I got. I say I think he's. That's fine. We'll go. I, I throw Pumba out there. You got Pumba. You walked in. You walked in with Pumba. I'm walking right. in with Pumba. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and go after you, Eric. Okay. This is where this is gonna go. This is the conversation. This is how this is gonna happen. Okay. Okay. Uh, before we get started, though, honorable missions to Buzz Lightyear, Robin, the Chris O'Donnell. I couldn't walk in. He's he's always a fuck up, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he 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 screws up every fucking time we get in a fight in that those movies. So I couldn't walk into the ring. He, <laughs> he I mean, he gets caught every time. Pretty much. <laughs> he never actually accomplishes the right thing. No, Batman and those movies kill everybody. Fucking Chris O'Donnell spares Two Face. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's good to walk into there with it. War Machine uh, from the Iron Man movies. I think he's a definitely a sidekick to Tony Stark. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like Don Cheeto as War Machine. Really, I do. I always like Don Cheadle. He's always a pretty decent actor. I like him as an actor. I just don't like him as that role. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer the other guy, Terrence Howard? Yeah, I like Terrence Howard better. Okay, okay. Uh, like he he envisions what I thought of uh, War Machine's character in my head anyway. Like he envisions that military, Navy, big, kind of strong. <clears throat> I'm not a... I'm probably going to delete this conversation for time six, but I'm not a big Iron Man reader because the Iron Man of the comic books is not the Iron Man of the movies. No. Like, Tony Stark in the comic books is just more of a prick <laughs> than you can imagine. I don't even know what uh, Rhodey looks like in the comics outside of the Iron Man. I love War Machine. I think he's the coolest-looking character. Well, he's uh, Iron, Iron Man Patriot with actual too. fucking armor. Yeah. Like, he's, he's actually uh, armored up to, like, fuck you yeah. up. Yeah, he's cool. I, I He's awesome. I just don't... I couldn't picture what he looks like regardless. But... That's me deleting that. But I like Terrence Howard. Hmm. But Pumbaa. I don't. 
Boom. Okay. So back to it. Uh, I also had honorable mentor Pedro Sanchez from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> the dude's a bro. <laughs> I love Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. Garth from Wayne's World. I'd have voted for Pedro. He's... Hermione. Wait, Garth? I think uh, Garth oh, from yeah, Wayne's Yeah, World? he's definitely, because Wayne's the, the main. He's the Wayne. He really is. Uh, and you honestly couldn't have Wayne's World, though, without Garth. So I probably should have walked in. He was a hard pick. I should have picked him. Honored, uh, honorable mention, Ernie Hudson from Sergeant Daryl Albright from The Crow. Hmm. He was a psychic. Was I don't know. Really? Would you consider him? A, why do you consider him a sidekick? I guess is the first question. Because. Eric Draven mm-hmm. goes to him for advice and help. Yeah. And takes all the pain. And he also helps save the little girl a couple of times. And he's he's there. He's, he's he's a sidekick. I completely believe he's a sidekick. He doesn't cause any damage to the hero at all. Like, he's never in danger. Yeah. And is in the way at all. Fucking Chris O'Donnell is in the way. If Chris O'Donnell fucks over Batman all the time, well, he's a crappy sidekick, but he's still a sidekick. Ernie Hudson was a sidekick. Okay. Uh, Sam Jackson is Zeus. Sam Jackson? Zeus? Oh. Zeus! (laughs) Strike your fucking ass with lightning. Not hey, Zeus. Do I look Puerto Rican to you? Uh, and then I had Chris Christopherson from Blade, Whistler. But he was probably more of a teacher. He was a father figure, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, really, he never fathered, did anything with him. Well, he raised him. He, after his mom had become a vampire or whatever. So he raised him. Yeah, but he wasn't. Man, we got to watch this part movies. of it. As a, he wasn't part of it in a role that I would say was sidekick-ish. He was more of a father figure than, because he didn't yeah. go out with Blade. Yeah. He didn't go try to like do stuff. He yeah. sat at home and relaxed. We really need just to watch those movies and re- just review them as a whole. I own all of them. Hmm. One, two, and Maybe. three. Okay, so. Uh, so you're bringing Pumbaa in, okay? You're challenging Pumbaa against Cliff Booth. Yeah. Listen, Cliff Booth is the ultimate sidekick character. He's almost to the point where he could be considered a main character. But the whole fact of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was rebuilding Leonardo Caprio's career. Mm-hmm. Character, the name forgets me right now, but we're just going to go with it. Yeah. And he does it. He saves his life, kills the Manson family murders, and with all of that, it causes him to be introduced to Sebring up at the party for Roman Polanski's house, mm. thus resurrecting his career and thus helping Cliff Booth out, and he probably doesn't have to get fired from his best friend. Mm-hmm. That right there is the ultimate. Pumbaa is terrible, you know why? Because he needs to moan. He needs <laughs> to be a psychic psychic. What do they do for Simba? That's all I can say. What do they do? You don't understand. See, here's the thing. 
the movie The Lion King couldn't exist without Pumbaa. The movie The Lion totally King. Could. No, it couldn't. You just need he Timon. Wondered, Timon would, no. You have to have <laughs> Pumbaa and Timon because they were together and they learned to live together in that paradise. Okay. And okay. so if it had just been Timon, he was an asshole, if you remember. Timon is an yeah. asshole. So if it had just been him, he would have shunned the lion away. He would have shunned Simba away. And Simba would have just left. And then Simba would have died. They never would have actually like found him and tried to save him in the first place. He would have just left his ass to die because he was a lion, if you don't remember. He goes, ah, oh, he's a lion. Why are you messing with him? You know, we could have solved this by watching Lion King one and a half because it was like Timon and Pumbaa's adventure. And I don't remember why they did that, actually. <laughs> because they found him in the desert. Yeah. And Timon but wanted to leave probably, him. It probably was. Okay, well, so, so okay. The movie Pumbaa's immediately much ends, more... and there is no resurrection. There is no Simba coming back. There is no resurrection of the Lion King. It just becomes a sad story about a lion who wanders off in the desert and dies. What? what you want to see that movie? Okay. Cliff Booth kicks Bruce Lee's ass. In I'll there. give you that. But does the movie exist without <laughs> it's him? It's a sidekick character. No, the movie doesn't exist. DiCaprio gets killed if it wasn't for Cliff Booth. When he does the acid and kicks the living shit out of the Manson family. Mm -hmm. By the way, one of my favorite movie moments of my entire life, and I'm going to tell the story because it deserves to be on a podcast. I had the day off. I went to a movie theater that was playing it. I love Quentin Tarantino movies, and they should all be seen in the theater. It's just, to me, how it is. So everyone shuts the fuck up. <laughs> I went to this movie 11 o'clock in the morning, I guess, maybe close to 12. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was even later than that. Snuck candy in, obviously, because that's just what I do. They ain't not paying. Because I want, yeah, I'm paying for their fucking concession prices. Bite me. I did buy a Coke, though. And I was the only cat in that movie theater. The only human being. I got to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by myself and enjoyed the fuck out of it. That being said, it was one of my favorite movie experiences ever. And he cooks Bruce Lee's ass and all Pumbaa does is beat up a couple of hyenas. Okay. What was your what was your Lion King experience like when you saw that the first time, huh? Was it in the movie theater? Actually, Dad? I was. <laughs> the nostalgia. I was like <laughs> ten years old when I saw it in the movie theater. But really? so so okay. here, if you remember the poster that oh. you had on the back of your closet. Oh wow! That was on the back yeah. of that closet for about twenty years. <sighs> Never would wow. have existed. That never would have been there. That part of your childhood would have never exist. It'd be another universe. Mm. <laughs> I could have lived without it, though. <laughs> Damn, I forgot that thing was up out there. I forgot it. Whatever happened? Mom to that took thing? it down, and I think she threw it away, and I was so mad. Oh, I was like, my. really, Mom? We. That thing had been up there for years and you took it down and threw it away. Wow. No. Oh, man. It, obviously, while they were, when they redecorated mm -hmm. that fucking room, man. Man. Oh. 
That sucker was up there for a long time. You just forget about it is the thing. You're just like, ah, whatever. I think it's like literally it was discolored. I think the door was discolored because it was up there that long. <laughs> well, we always had the door open. We never closed the closet. Yeah. So it collected dust and all kinds of shit. It was weird to close the closet. It made the room feel small. Yeah. I do the same it thing really in my did. apartment. Like, I don't ever close the closet door because it's weird to close the closet. Yeah. So Cliff Booth. Uh... Cliff Booth. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the thing, too. Here's the thing about Cliff Booth. He lives in like a double wide or even less than that with a dog. And he's got like no room, makes no money. He's got to go pick his friend up, who's this rich dude up in the hills of L.A. And he has to, you know, drive him around to all these gigs around rich people. And he can't even get a job himself. And not once, Eric, not once does Cliff Booth complain. I didn't hear Pumba Pumba bitches and moans about eating. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Cliff Booth doesn't. You know why? Because all his problems were killed. He, yeah, he probably did it. We don't know. He killed his ex-wife. <laughs> Cliff Booth was a bad motherfucker. Wasn't he based on a real guy? He was. I don't know his name, but I believe Joe Rogan knew him. Yeah, he was like, uh, like supposedly the the fight between him and Bruce Lee happened, but it didn't happen like that. Like that was overplayed. Uh, maybe, and I like Bruce Lee, I really do. But even if that's the version how it happened, I can believe it. Yeah, I don't know if it ever came to blows, but I I think it was like a thing where they got into it. Yeah. But who's Pumba beat up? You haven't even answered that. Pumba can't answer that. Pumba beats up Pumbaa a hyena. About it. He could you beat up a, a hyena? Of... Cliff Booth could. You take five for his friend. I'm telling you, if he was on acid, man, those hyenas are dead. You know, <laughs> throat out, gone. Voice box. Here's a can of beans to the face too, or dog food. That's what it was. Here's some dog food to the face. <laughs> Not anymore. You don't think Whoopi Goldberg would fuck him up? You know, you forget. I, I've said this in another episode. You forget that she was a thing in Hollywood. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, one of them was famous enough that I should remember their name. Oh yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. That was the one. Cheech or Chong was one of them. Yeah, it was Cheech. That's who it was. Cheech Marin. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was one of them. <laughs> Okay, so there, there's that. Uh, I, I still feel like you've yet to uh, give me a valuable reason other than he saved you know, his friend. I think a career is more important than uh, a deadline. Wow. You're not an animal lover, I see. <laughs> Cold-hearted. Are you going to yield? Yeah, I don't really have much for him. <laughs> I just really like him. Yeah. All right, well, it's one for Cliff Booth. Uh, I'm going to send in Samwise Gamgee next. He's my next heavy hitter. I can uh, vouch for this one all day long. Okay. First okay. of all, Samwise Gamgee can't stand up against Pumbaa. I should have just held him off. 
Should have. That's how shitty Samwise Gamgee is. Oh, no. I have a debate. I have an awesome debate with Sam. Sam's a great sidekick. But you just go ahead. Send me who do you got. Who do you got? Who, who's going into this ring? Cal Norton. I like where this is going. Cal. Oh. 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 Life's about to get rough. Oh. All right. All right. Eric. Why is Kyle Norton a good sidekick? Kyle Norton is the best sidekick. Because, okay. like I said earlier, there is no shake and bake. You can't just have shake. <laughs> that does not exist. Throughout the entire movie, the man stands by his buddy. No matter what. He visits him in the hospital. He tries to help save his life. He, he at one point... <laughs> Tries to take a steak knife out with another steak knife from his buddy's leg. That's how much he cares. The man has heart. I mean, he does steal, steal his wife at the end. I mean, he does do that. <laughs> he does wreck the man's career. We, we can't overlook that. But whole time, he's still his best friend. He's still trying to call his buddy. He's still... <laughs> I mean, he's still a friend. And Samwise Gamgee was just a bitch the entire time. You know what? That's how debates work. I got to step away from this. Continue. Continue your bitching. Go ahead. Give me your false narrative of Samwise Gamgee. No, because Samwise Gamgee, he's there with Frodo the whole time. Okay. And if you just let Frodo do his thing in the first place, you could have taken Samwise Gamgee out of that. You could have had Pippin be his best friend, and it would have been <laughs> such a better adventure. It would have been more upbeat. We'd have had fun. And instead we have the fucking Samwise who brings the tone down the whole time. He's such a buzzkill compared to the <laughs> other friends that he brought with him. <laughs> Are you saying that not only was Frodo carrying the weight of the ring, he was also carrying the weight of his fucking friend's mood? <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. No. I'm not saying he was. I'm saying that he definitely didn't help that he had a shitty best friend who was a fucking downer. Because <laughs> if he had had Pippin as his best friend, Pippin was a good little... Like, we're eating breakfast. We're eating second breakfast. He was having a good old time on this adventure. You know who wasn't having a good time on this adventure? What about Mary? Was Mary having a good yeah, time? Yeah, Mary was having a good time too. Yeah, okay, well. Either one. Mary <laughs> Pippin. That's what I'm saying. You could have given him any other best friend. And we, we could have left Samwise back in the Shire. He could have just fucking stayed back home. Everything would have been okay. He could have stayed in his little hole in the ground. And we'd have had a better movie. We'd have had a more upbeat movie. I'm gonna go with time. I'm just I gonna click a pencil. Time. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna retort your argument first of all. Okay. Pippin, there's no way Pippin is carrying Frodo up that fucking mountain. It ain't happening. It never happened. Mary, maybe. Pippin's lazy. Lazy little fucker. Okay. One, he probably couldn't carry him. He's not intelligent enough to. Uh, I don't know. Learned to be a swordsman in the, like the year and a half that they were fucking away. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe he did okay. I don't know. He sucked. I'm losing my argument. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm good. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sam carried not, not only Vader. a load of Frodo on his back, he probably carried a load in his mouth at one point, too, because they really gave each other far too many times. But here's my argument about <laughs> Sam. You seem to be making my argument for me more and more. <laughs> When Frodo starts getting a little uh, skimpy with the friendship and picks up a, you know, a drug addict and Gollum and tries to make it a threesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the sister wives who's a drug addict is being disrespectful, planning to murder, being an asshole, talking to himself. And obviously Sam raises some concerns about that, but Frodo doesn't listen. Sam's still stuck by his side and killed a fucking spider for him. A spider. A spider. I wouldn't kill a spider for my best friend. Fuck no. Yeah, but Pippin would have killed more spiders. And Cal Norton would have just stomped on them spiders. Cal He's Norton. bigger than any of them fucking hobbits. He'd have fucked them spiders up, dude. My argument here is Sam forgave his friend for cheating on him mm -hmm. with a drug addict, okay? okay? Ricky Bobby had to forgive Kyle Norton for banging his wife, mm -hmm. <laughs> becoming the new father of his kids, and calling him overnight, <laughs> wondering to know how to work the stereo system in his house. He did do that. He did do that. He's funny. He's just a really shitty friend. <laughs> there ain't no way you're going to forgive your friend if he did that to you. Uh, you can defend those actions. You can defend those actions. My, my friend let me win numerous races and made my career. And I had my moment in the sun. Maybe it's his time to have a moment in the sun. Is that what you're telling me? He's now number one. He now gets to rise like the phoenix. The so soar like the eagle. If you took Kyle Norton out of Talladega Nights, does Ricky Bobby win? No. No. I don't think he does because he needed the slingshot. Not the sidekick. Yeah. Well, he didn't need Which, it. Which, by the way, it, doesn't, it still makes sense. He didn't no need the slingshot. <laughs> Ricky Bobby needed the slingshot. He totally needed the slingshot to win. At the end. He did that too many times. Slingshot. Slingshot. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the V and the finger goes through the yeah. V. <laughs> and so what you're so what you're saying is you're making my argument for me that Cal Norton is integral. I am. I am. I'm, no, I'm I'm gonna be fair about this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just cheat. I'm gonna be fair about this. But Kyle Norton still bangs his wife, and I was just like, there's no way. I don't know. Yeah, but Sam Wise. Which one's more important? Which one's more important? Winning or your wife? <laughs> if you're not first, you're that's last. That's what it comes down to. That, that's what it comes down to. Like, if, if that's where your, your morals lie, then Kyle Norton is a better sidekick than Sam Wise. <laughs> because, because fucking Bobby didn't go back to his wife at the end of the movie. Frodo came back to Sam at the end of that movie. 
where do your where do your morals last? That's how you. That's how who wins. Eric, what are your morals last? You're gonna put it on morals. Your morals. It's more morals. You're not yeah. gonna put it on the fact that <laughs> you pick Kyle Norton. Yeah. You're not gonna put it on the fact that you could have had a better best friend like Pippin. Who instead of being a Debbie Downer in all the moments when you're like, This is gonna this isn't going good, this I'm down in the dumps. Who's Ricky Bobby's best friend? Other than Kyle Norton. Who would have you gone to, huh? That's the real question. His dad? His dad sucks. His dad abandoned yeah, that's, him. That's he'd talk to his mom. <laughs> She'd be the side. Yeah. Is that Jane Lynch? Is yeah. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Lynch. That's fucking she's hilarious. She's great. It'd have been it wouldn't have been as good a movie. No, no. And she couldn't help them win. No, no. But Pippin could have easily helped Sam Wise get okay. the fuck out of the way so that he yeah, could have I'm been just... like, I'm taking him so that we can have a good time. Yeah. Oh. And we could have left Sam Wise's ass back at the Shire. Those fucking hobbits are gay, man. <laughs> and again. No. It comes down to morals. And take any scenario. You want to go, oh, he, he killed the spider. Cal Norton would have stomped on that spider. Uh, dang, he probably would have ate it. Yeah, he, he. I ate it for you, Ricky Bobby. I take the poison for you, Ricky. No, he would have. But it comes down to morals, Eric. Is it about winning or is it about being honest to yourself? And Cal Norton's the type of friend. If you got bitten bit the ass by like a snake, he'd suck the venom out. <laughs> That's the kind of friend he is. You think Sam Wise is that kind of friend? Yes. No. Yes. I wouldn't kill a, a, a giant spider. Cal Norton spider wouldn't think friends. twice about it. He just <laughs> he starts sucking the poison out. But Sam, but okay, but that's the thing. It's not me. Sam Wise Sam, would be like, uh, Sam, let me think about Sam, it. And Sam Wise would know, let you die. He, Whose life would you put your hands into in? It. He went right into. Whose it. life do you put he your hands right in? Right into it. He went right into it. Yeah, it's Cal comes Norton. Down to morals. So Cal Norton. So if you're winning, winning's more important to you than I put my life in Cal Norton's hands. Your All right. Sam loses. You're a horrible human being. <laughs> horrible. You're horrible. That is why I'm sending in Alfred for my next one, Eric. Alfred? I'm going to send back in Pumbaa Sam. from the top rope. No, no, no. T- T- Pumbaa's out. He's already eliminated. You can't bring him in. This is like you, you hawkish. This is the dark turn. Once you get your fucking ass kicked, you can't come back. Oh, oh I watched that. I'll match your uh, Alfred with <laughs> Bubba Gump. Oh, easy shit. That's what you sent. I'll lead this one off right here. This is how easy this is. Alfred was in three fucking movies. Helping Christian Bale's Batman. Mm-hmm. Three movies, Eric. Three movies. Not only that, but he raised him. He... Oh, fuck, he's a father figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say one thing. Bubblegum died. So I'll mark that as a W. Bubblegum is the company? And Bubba... Hey. All right, yeah, Bubba. Okay. All right, he wins. All right. So I fucking talked myself in. <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, I don't think he's a sidekick. He's a father figure. Yeah, he's a father figure. 
Maybe in the... Just like Chris. No, he's a father figure in the burden of the universe, too. Nope. Nope. Alfred's a father figure. Shit, I fucked up. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, Hopefully I'm... Who's up to bat? Who's, who's, up, who's, up, who's up to bat? I'll throw, uh, I'll throw Danny from Hot Fuzz out there. Okay. Okay. You got it. Now it's the actor's three movies that he's in. I, I know his name is different, but you can use Shaun of the Dead as well. You can use... Whatever that's the end of the world, whichever one. I never saw that one, sadly. I wonder if it's good. I can't think. Yeah, it's funny. I like that movie. It's funny. I haven't watched it. It's in the same vein. So, like, if you like the if you like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, you like that movie too. I can't. It's mm-hmm. the bar at the end of the world or something like that. Something like that. Uh, okay, so you got a uh, Danny. Okay, well, I'm going in with uh, Doctor Schultz then. Uh, you from Django? You picked a foot massage. You walked into this gunfight with a fat guy. I walked into this gunfight with comedic genius and many guns. If you don't remember, uh, I, my Dr. Schultz had a Gatling gun and sacrificed his cart to blow up the Ku Klux Klan. What you got on that? What you got on that? He freed the main character from slavery. But did he? Because didn't he die? Yes. So he technically didn't get to? He dies. So technically he didn't get to free him. No, he was free. Was he free he was before? free at that point. He ended up with his assistance, yeah. Oh yeah, he was already given. free and then he was going to free his wife. Yeah, he's he's freed the dude's slave. He killed clan members. Dude's a hero. <laughs> he killed terrorists. <laughs> so he's a father figure. He's not a father figure. No, 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 no. He was not a father figure. He was a friend. He was a friend. And you know it. Who was? He was German too. Yeah, but Danny was there. Danny was there in four different movies. You know who Danny wasn't in? Danny was in. Let me tell you how much. Let me tell you how much Sean. Because I can't remember. No, what's his name? Damn it. The actor's name Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. I like Simon Pegg. Let me tell you how loyal Simon Pegg is. He did Star Trek without Danny. Yeah. A big franchise movie. He didn't bring him with him. No, he left him in the Shaun of the Dead universe. You know what he also did? That's not just it. He did the same thing in the Mission Impossible universe. He's not important to Simon Pegg. Not in the least bit. Django needed Dr. Schultz to get his wife back. Argument over. He's named after a foot in Seoul. I have a hard time taking it. So it was Candyland Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) So it was fucking Candyland Ranch. I love it. I like that movie. It's a good movie. Candyland Ranch? Yeah. Is that where he went? Hmm. No, it was Candyland Plantation. It was just Candyland. I don't know. Michelle Candy? That's a good movie. 
That's a great movie. And then uh, Christopher Waltz, man, he makes it happen. That's Jamie Foxx did a great job too. That whole movie's just good. I can. I like it better than Hateful Eight. Yeah, well, uh, Hateful Eight's good. But. Of of the Tarantino movies, Hateful Eight's on my lower lower side. I felt like it was more of a play because it takes it generally takes place in one city. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's in the one spot during that hotel yeah. or that yeah. boarding house or whatever it is. So to me, it's just yeah, like a live action version of a play that exists. Mm. Even in like the side character stories, you could have just like intermission and then opened up with that scene. You know, that's that's me. Regardless, Doctor Schultz is a much better psychic. To mention, he kills the very racist Leonardo DiCaprio. Man, all around good, good guy, just good guy. What does Danny do? Just be fat? Danny? Danny does a lot more than be fat. <laughs> Danny is part of a dynamic duo. He is the Robin not, to Simon Pegg's n- Batman. Not? Yeah, actually I will because Batman goes on a lot of adventures without Robin. Simon, so yeah, okay. Simon I'll Pegg's the main character. Simon Pegg's the cop. He rolls into he town. He's the main character. He needs a buddy. He's got... The mayor's or uh, yeah, the mayor's son is the cop, and they becomes his best friend, and they got to break up this whole scheme, this whole conspiracy. It's the same idea. They're liberating a whole town. He's freeing like two slaves. He's fighting some clansmen. Like anybody could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> you could have taken... It could have been Jim jo- Jim Johnson. could have been the Django sidekick. It could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. So, I mean, not anybody. There's only one person that can be born the mayor's son in that universe. It's him. I think... Simon Pegg was one meeting away from making meeting Ricky Gervais. And Ricky Gervais would have been in Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and whatever the third movie was. And this guy wouldn't have been. He just got lucky. And Ricky Gervais would have been in Star Trek and the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. But we get to see my boy from four different angles. Yeah, uh, sorry. Ah, I'm going to say Dr. Schultz wins that round. I don't think Dr. <laughs> Schultz gets to win. He's inserts. <laughs> He's awesome. That's two Quentin Tarantino sidekicks. Quentin Tarantino knows how to make sidekicks. Just saying. All right, I got Walter Shovek. Walter. I sent him Walter. Are you gonna send in Wilson? Walter versus Wilson. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got left. Okay. Well, then I mean, you, I guess you can send in uh, your survivors there. You can send in Bo or Kyle Norton. No, we still got Wilson because Wilson's Wilson's perfect. Okay. Uh, it's not a bracket. I'm really just kind of just 
fucking around here. <laughs> I know, but Wilson's a perfect sidekick. Okay, so you got it. You can you could out debate me, Wilson versus Walter from The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you get that idea from, because Walter was right about fucking everything, except for once. But it didn't really affect. It didn't affect the dude at all. Didn't affect Wilson. The dude. Wilson just was an example of how fucking crazy Tom Hanks had went on the island. He's what, what helped Wilson really Tom Hanks stay sane. He was the only because had he been by himself, he would have gone truly crazy. And so he had a Wilson character that became his best friend. If you saw somebody talking to a volleyball, wouldn't you think they were already crazy to begin with? But also, think about the acting ability of that volleyball to portray all those emotions. And was the, he nominated? <laughs> I, God, I wish he was. That would be the greatest thing ever if they had, vo- if they had nominated the volleyball. Did they, they? Somebody had to have nominated him for something. Uh, probably a raspberry or something. Some, I assume there's some like BS award, but I don't imagine there's any real award. The owner of the volleyball, you know, someone's got to have like the original like volleyball. Wow, Critics' Choice Award, best inanimate object. Who best did it on run against? Team. <laughs> is there a lamp in like a movie somewhere? Is there? Uh, you also won a team this coffee award. table from. What the hell? Yeah, he's got his own IMBD page. He won a Teen Choice Award for Choice Chemistry with Tom Hanks. Did teenagers and really best... watch that movie? They had to have. I watched it as a kid. That was, that was well, I was younger than a teenager when it came out, but. I watched the fuck out of that movie. Which that was cool. But Tom Hanks. Te- uh, I think teenage, like 13, 14, like we really like, mm, I'm going to watch me some uh, Castaway. That's really, <laughs> what am I going to do on a Sunday afternoon? Watch Castaway. Yeah. I, I, that, I think really when you rate movies and stuff like that, it definitely needs to be on the lines of uh, what's the watchability factor? Like, how many times can I watch this without getting bored? You know? Mm-hmm. When I like, I like Casino. But when I'm like, oh, I want to watch a gangster movie, I definitely don't want to watch Casino because it's three hours. Yeah, Casino is a long one. It's a good movie, but God, it's a long one. Exactly. It's a good so movie to like, catch at mm. like pieces. It's a good movie to catch on HBO yeah. or yeah. a channel, like one of the premium channels. Yeah. Where you can just be like, oh, this is cool, this is the middle, I can watch this for about 30, 45 minutes, flip the channel, move on, catch it at the end one time, watch the end of it. Yeah. But it's a, god, that is a trek of a movie. It is. It's a, it's a hard sit through. I can't believe y'all watched the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings. That's the only way I watch them. Nope, I don't get them. The four hour cuts of them? Yeah, because they're better rounded. Even the Hobbit movies, I can't watch the Hobbit movies with because I, I tried to, and you just notice so many cuts and so many things taken out that it just to me 
the best version of the Hobbit movies are the extended versions. And I, I agree the same thing with the Lord of the Rings. There's a lot more fantasy involved with the extended versions. I was disappointed with the Hobbit because I didn't like the way they did the dwarves. I don't like the way they did the orcs. They're computer generated. And I watched it recently and I learned to forgive it. The last one was not, I was not a fan. That was a, that was like fucking CG mania. Yeah, it would, it did not look good. I was expecting, I was expecting a really cool, cool ending to Battle. that, that yeah, trilogy. Door fan. Yeah. But no, they made it, all the dwarfs look stupid. I didn't like the fact yeah. that you couldn't tell the difference between a dwarf, a hobbit, and a human. Yeah, it was difficult. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I'm going to have to probably delete this for just time. Yeah. Well, we're uh, at an hour and 18. Oh, really? Okay. Well, so uh, I got Walter, though. Uh, Walter is better than Wilson. Are you kidding me? What? What is Walter's flaws? He doesn't bowl He's on shotguns. <laughs> he doesn't roll on Saturdays, but he's an asshole. He's another he one of those friends. He's another friend that dude. You he wouldn't want to hang out with every day. He watches his ex-wife's dog. The guy's a good guy. That's not a good guy. I, I, I fucking wouldn't watch my ex-wife's dog. What was it, Pomeranian? It's a show dog. <laughs> It's a show dog. You can't kennel a show dog. It gets anxiety. <laughs> Is that the kind of person you want to hang out with? Walter? Does the dude hang out with Walter because it's convenient? I have no idea why the, I have no idea why the dude hangs out with that dude. <laughs> like, why are they friends? Walter really is pretty shitty. Yeah, he... He's not some. That's what I'm saying. He's not somebody that you'd want to hang around with. He's not somebody. I don't think okay, he intentionally can, seeks Walter I can, out. I can. I can argue the same point for Wilson. Would you really want to have a conversation with Wilson? If I was alone on an island, yes. No, you're alone in your bedroom. You want to have a conversation with Wilson, okay? But you're you're walking. You mm-hmm. were just walking in the dude's shoes. Yeah. Oh, walk in Tom Hanks's fucking flip flops, whatever he made over mm-hmm. there. No, no. Okay, y- y'all survived the island incident. Is all I'm saying. Here, here's what I can put out there for you. Okay. Again. Yeah. Okay. In the end, my man gets lost at the sea, and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so you you just lose you lose a character. He's lost. In all of eternity. You'll never see him again. He's got Walter still alive walking around. So what is there to love about Walter? He's still an asshole to this day. If he's here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's here, never not going to be a dick. I'm going to beat you with something right now. Here we go. Let me just tell you something. Before I finish this debate here and now, this is why you don't fuck a stranger in the ass. Okay? Okay. This is why... You don't fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> Forgot what I was going to talk about. But this is why you don't fuck a stranger in the ass. <laughs> okay, if you're going to be on an island, who would you rather have to survive? Get off the island with. 
Walter or Wilson? Because <laughs> Walter was in Saigon. Walter was in Vietnam, sir. Walter knows what to do in these situations. He knows how to find water. You wouldn't bleed trying to... You wouldn't even think about... you. Just the conversation alone about Vietnam as you enticed enough to survive the next four years on an island. Or does he snap and murder you? Because <laughs> Wilson will not do that. You definitely have to worry about Walter snapping on you at some point. I can't deal with your shit. I got to take you out. Oh, he has a NAM flashback on you. What are you going to do then? He has combat training. You don't. All right, all right. So you still have Kyle Norton, Bubba, and Wilson left, and I have <laughs> I have Cliff Booth, Doctor Schultz. Man, the fucking Walter really did get the dudes like car smashed. <laughs> He's like, hey, that's not that's not his car. <laughs> What do you I'll do? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I fuck up your car. <laughs> Why'd you do this? Like, oh, oh, my bad. I fuck your car. It's not his car. <laughs> uh, Walter really is an asshole. Yeah, Walter's probably an asshole. Yeah, that was probably really a bad psychic. I didn't think that one through. Let's, I mean, he's an entertaining uh, character, but guy, he's a shitty guy. <laughs> man, should I have? I probably should have picked Hermione or something in some of these slots. But I, I feel confident I could win these debates with Cliff Booth and Doctor Schultz. Two Quentin Tarantino movies. You know everything about these dudes, okay? Okay. First of Cl- all, Cliff Booth is amazing, and I'm picking him in this next round. Eric, who you got? Who you going up against? Who, who you doing next? Well. You've already heard most of my debate. Actually. Okay. I can throw Bubba out there. Because you're getting to hear my Bubba debate. We're going to hear the Bubba debate. Okay. You've heard my Cliff Booth debate. Okay. I got got plenty plenty more back here. Just ready to throw at you, though. How was Bubba at all helpful in the Bubba Bubba Gump franchise, actually? How was Bubba Because... If you think about the movie and you think about the way that his life evolved, if he had never been in the army and met Bubba and known all about shrimping and the shrimping business, think about somebody in his state. He's fast. He can't run forever. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's not going to be a millionaire. He's going to end up in a factory. He's going to have a sad life because he's just going to work nine to five. He's never going to get to pursue his dreams. But instead, he has a man that he meets in the military that teaches him all about shrimp, the shrimp and business, and how him and his mom are going to start a shrimping boat. And without this man, he doesn't have the million dollars and the future to take care of his family and to take care of his child. So, 
also okay. I don't understand what you got against Bubba. And to top I, it all okay. off, not okay. only was that his best friend, they connected on a real level. <laughs> they were both Deep. on the spectrum, as it was. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, Eric. I'm going to get you with this one. Just facts of life here, okay? Okay. Cliff Booth resurrected a career again, okay? Now, he had every opportunity. Every opportunity. Mm-hmm. To get a blowjob from like a 15-year-old mm-hmm. in a car on the way to the Manson family ranch. Mm-hmm. And he got smart, mm-hmm. okay? He got real fucking smart. He did. He went to that ranch... With his boss's car, mind you. Saw what was going on to check on another friend. Spawn, or whatever his name is, because it was Spawn Ranch, right? Mm -hmm. Went to check on the old man, because at one point, he was his sidekick. He is a sidekick, and an old sidekick. He's been sidekick to multiple people, because he knows his role, like Dennis Rodman and everything he's done. This is what started the debate. He knew his role. Dennis Rodman is the best NBA sidekick of all time because he doesn't bitch about what he had to do. Cliff Booth resurrected a career, and he solved a murder mystery thing and killed a whole bunch of people and beat the shit out of the dude who stopped it, stabbed his like new... What, what is the sidekick, you know, and the protagonist? There you go. He made the dude change the tire after he kicked his ass. You don't do that to your 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 fucking protagonist. Boom. Get out of here, Bubba. You're done. No, you can Okay, he resurrected a career. Resurrected a career. Bubba gave this man a whole entire lifestyle. This man gave him a purpose. <laughs> okay. He had think about this. Whoa, hold, hold on. on a second. <clears throat> Think about Lieutenant Dan. What would Lieutenant Dan be doing if he was not part of Bubblegum Shrimp? Oh, Lieutenant Dan probably would have killed himself. So you're saying to me that this man saved another man's life after <laughs> he had died? Is that what you're telling? So you're telling me this okay. man performed a miracle. And you're saying... <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to go back to high school, okay? And this is a true story, okay? Now, for the podcast, we're only... Is it, no, it's a true story. It, it truly is, okay? And this is in the debate, okay? And for, you know, legal purposes, I'm going to change their names, okay? So a guy named Jason was in, you know, my class, and we're watching Forrest Gump because it was a study hall. Okay. All right? And he asked a guy named Hunter. We're, mind you, we're seniors in high school. This is the 12th grade. All right. We're 18 year olds by now. It's almost graduation. And he asks, Is Forrest Gump a true story? You know what a Hunter says? You know what? I know for a fact it's a true story. Is Forrest Gump a true story, Eric? No. It's not. 
That was one of the dumbest things I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> but you know what is a true story? Mm-hmm. The Manson family murders. You know what they cost for years, Eric? Turmoil, strife. They tried to assassinate a president. They murdered Sharon Tate, her unborn child, and then killed the LaBiancas and started a whole bunch of crap throughout years, okay, that we've had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Cliff Booth stopped all of that, Mm -hmm. okay, and killed those idiots. That's one hell of a sidekick. And that's in that universe right there, the Tarantino universe. But have you ever had shrimp? <laughs> shrimp scampi? Ball shrimp? Shrimp on a barbecue? Kebab we're gonna take shrimp? That as a, we're going to take that as a loss. <laughs> Ah, all right. Yeah, Dr. Schultz. Shrimp and steak. Dr. Schultz. Dr. Schultz. Dr. Schultz. Uh, I think Wilson's a good candidate. Okay. Dr. Schultz. Okay. Now let's let's put them in a fight together, okay? Just for, for grins, you know? All right. Wilson versus Dr. Schultz. Oh, oh. Six shooter. Mm-hmm. All right, Dr. Schultz, next round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but how much do you love Tom Hanks? Ooh. If Tom Hanks mm-hmm. went crazy <clears throat> and didn't have his didn't like it wasn't he put his heart and soul into Wilson. His blood was in Wilson. That was his baby. <laughs> He birthed Wilson into this world. Man, how do you keep him? Asleep? By his own hand. He stuffed it full of hay. We are like, leaves, remember? Oh, That's why well, he had no, hair. No, I remember he gave him hair and stuff Yeah, because like he stuffed it full of... It deflated over oh. time, and so he stuffed it full of leaves. Had, yeah, it had to. Or like the... Uh, what is it? The palm fronds from the coconut trees. Is it, okay, but here, here's a real question. If you're on the... You're, you're Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and you have Wilson as your sidekick... Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a good, he's a good sidekick. I give you, he's not better than Doctor Schultz. But you're on the island by yourself again, Eric, for years. Do you ever like bounce him? <laughs> like play volleyball with nobody? But you know you would. You just make your own net. <laughs> That's what you have to be like. George of the Jungle, have your own monkey. You got to pray you find your own monkey. <laughs> you know you don't do that to you don't do it to cliff you don't do it to dr schultz there you go yeah i feel like dr schultz wins that round that's i'm sorry he's a better sidekick yeah, he probably has a better sidekick <laughs> <laughs> look at that i'm back in it uh, all right well dr schultz versus kyle norton how's kyle norton better than dr schultz how's dr schultz I'm going with Dr. Schultz again. He's going all the way. He's going to finish this. Why would you think that? How's Kyle Norton better than Dr. Schultz? Because Kyle Norton saved a man's <laughs> life. He helped a man walk again. 
<laughs> you can walk, Ricky. <laughs> you can walk, Ricky. He freed a man from his mind, which is the ultimate prison. Bobby, French is good. <laughs> He's like, French is good. Uh, Hell Norton's the heart and soul yeah. of that team. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. <laughs> and, I, and I'll go back to my beginning argument. That you can't just have shake without bake. <laughs> shake and bake, baby. Eric, That's all I gotta say. Shake and bake. This podcast is about finding shake out who bake. the best sidekick is. We're trying to find out who the best sidekick and is. And to be honest... Dr. Schultz did kill Leonardo DiCaprio and caused the giant fight at Candyland when they were really about to walk out of the house. <laughs> Kyle Norton is better sidekick than Dr. Schultz, I'm afraid. Even though your morals are corrupt in this argument. Well, they are. <laughs> They're about winning is what it is. That's what life's about. All right, Cl- who's better, Cliff Booth or Kyle Norton? Eyes Cliff Booth. We'll see. But Kyle Norton did help resurrect a career. He did. Ish. I mean, he might have destroyed it at one point. <laughs> slingshot. <laughs> It took me until I was like an like an older individual. I finally catch that fucking joke. <laughs> the slingshot where he's you know, the V and the finger. Yeah. And I, Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm like why? Why? It's like, like it, they, they didn't play the joke up, but it's just funny if you catch it. <laughs> There's a lot of good jokes in that movie. The little kids. I love the little kids. Oh, they're hilarious. Walker and Texas Ranger. And my kids, Walker and Texas Ranger. I wanted them to be a bunch of sissies. Dr. Quinn, medicine <laughs> woman. <laughs> uh, uh. I want to name my kid Dr. Quinn. I'm cur- If you named your kid Dr. Quinn, would they have a better chance of getting jobs because their first name was Doctor and they could technically yeah. put that on all of their applications? Oh, yeah, doctor all the time. <laughs> so you're a doctor? <laughs> well, yes, technically. <laughs> technically, yes, I have a doctor. Think about it. Here, here's my question. Okay. If you had a famous friend, like his best friend you ever had, let's just say he was really famous mm-hmm. and really kind of full of himself, and like... Basically, he was on a television series, and every Thursday night you had to come over and watch him in a television series. Could you do that? Like you're, Is the television you're in, series any good? Yeah. <sighs> was his no. any good? <clears throat> I think his was because he was he's on a show called Outlaw. And he, the reason I Outlaw got canceled is because he dipped off into the movies and his movie career didn't really take off. Or it took off for a little bit, but then it floundered. 
and he couldn't resurrect it doing other movies because everyone associated him with cowboy movies or something like that. Oh, yeah. So they wanted him to go to Italy, and he didn't want to. Yeah, he didn't want to go to spaghetti westerns. Yeah, he was trying to also prove he was just an actor, not a face. It was Italian movies. And it was because of Cliff Booth he didn't get killed. I'm just saying. He, Cliff Booth saved a career. He did. Kyle, Nor- Kyle Norton saved a career. But the thing is, <laughs> we're going we're gonna moral, we're going we're, we're going morals here, okay? He still stole his, like, wife. <laughs> Cliff Booth didn't have any interest in DiCaprio's wife at all. <laughs> He's like, I was married once, who do you t- and then I killed that bitch. Who do you take as a best friend? <laughs> oh, Cliff Booth. You don't take Because even if you can't... If you can't fight, okay, if you're in a fight with some serial killers, who would you take? <laughs> Cal Norton's going to be there for you. He'll be there for you, but he ain't going to win? <laughs> no, but it'll be hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to live. I don't want to die. I, Cliff Booth, you can't beat. I think he's the best sidekick in movie history. Personally. That, that's over Flounder. <laughs> we didn't talk about Sebastian though. We didn't. I, he's crappy. He's always he's always just snitching though. That's his thing. He's a snitch. He's not. Yeah, he's a horrible sidekick. Uh, you know Iago was a good sidekick. Yeah, he he's a turn. He flipped back he's a turncoat. Yeah, yeah, but he he was a good sidekick while he was there. Gronk though, Gronk's a horrible sidekick. But at the same time, he's a fucking great sidekick. Gronk from. Yeah, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's... Fucking that, hilarious. I can't remember that guy's name, but he's one of my favorite. Uh, yeah. When they when they, when Yzma needed help, he learned, he happened to know Squirrel. Yeah. Squeak, squeak, squeakins, squeak, squeakers. <laughs> you have taken my ankle. <laughs> that movie's so good. His oh, part in that good. movie is the greatest. Yeah. Oh, I, that's the most underrated Disney movie. Ever. Oh. In my personal. It has to be. By far. John Goodman in that movie, David Spade. That whole movie is just hilarious. Catwoman is the the old Catwoman. She also Michelle did holes. Pfe- Michelle Pfeiffer first. Not, not Michelle Pfeiffer, but like the Catwoman from the Adam West show. Oh, that. She was one of them because there's like three. Mm-hmm. And then she was also the gypsy off of Holes. You and your family would be. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, that lady. Yeah. Good cast. I don't know why it was. They didn't get. It was like Hercules. Hercules should have been bigger than it was. I feel like I don't even remember uh, Emperor's New Groove going to theaters. I don't either, but it did apparently, and it was like, wow. I saw it in theaters recently because you know COVID movie theaters had to find a movie. We oh, went and really? watched Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, it was bomb. I forget how short <laughs> that movie is. Like old Disney's, like they're like I an hour and hilarious. fifteen, and it's so quick. Uh, you know who's also a villain sidekick? Who? We'll wrap. We'll start wrapping it up soon. I'm just gonna hit no, you with these. Pollux Troy. Face off. <laughs> Remember Caster Troy? But Pollux isn't a sidekick. He's a brother. But that's yeah, not. A he's side- a villain sidekick. He's a villain. But I wouldn't sidekick. say he's a sidekick. I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd classify him particularly as a sidekick. He's also terrible. I don't think he fills that role. Really? 
as a villain sidekick. He's a good. He's a good villain. Well, he's the brother. Yeah. You really consider him a sidekick? I consider him a villain sidekick. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know if by the classical movie. Would you say would, okay. definition you looked up? I mini me is mini me a sidekick? Yeah, mini me is a sidekick. And Pollock Troy is a sidekick. Mini me is a sidekick though because he's part of the group. Mini me is hilarious. <laughs> you know when he, you know when he becomes a sidekick to. Uh, Fucking Austin Powers, and he starts dressing as Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that he doesn't have uh, any lines. They all hug it out in the end, but then fucking like Seth Green, who finally like, became evil, is like, no, this is bullshit. I finally am the villain you wanted me to be. <laughs> uh, I, I love the first one for being such a. Uh, you know, I, yeah. Once you get once you get over being a prude, you enjoy the fuck out of the movie. <laughs> I got a gun in my room. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Me and you, I just about boom, boom, like enough said. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna assume you, everything goes to plan. You just don't get it, Scott. <laughs> you just, you just don't. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. <laughs> uh. Just the two of them. Uh, Who else you got so, okay. honorable mentions? Uh, well, I have actually worst movie sidekicks. And I actually, these are interesting. Renegades? I think, no, they don't <laughs> count. They're like, they're they're rush hour and either one could be the star. I That's why I cancel them. I will say, these are the worst. Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face is a horrible sidekick to Jim Carrey. Would you say there's which one's a sidekick to who? Oh, Jim Carrey takes over the team because oh, yeah, you know he's, me, the... he's Mr. Smart Guy. He he's the main character. He's the main villain. Yeah. yeah. So to me, Tommy Lee Jones is the sidekick, but he's a terrible sidekick because if it your sidekick, I think needs to save you from yourself. Yeah. Cool point. And that's what Two Face failed to do for the Riddler. He probably should have just like, okay, we have him. Boom, boom, like enough said. Like the Seth Green way and Austin Powers. Like is what he should have done. But instead he allowed the Riddler to play games. Should have saved him from himself. He should have just flipped his coin. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, I feel like is a terrible sidekick. As a Batgirl? Yeah, she's just horrible in that movie. I like Alicia Silverstone. I I like Lucia Silver, Alicia, whatever. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. I like her. That whole movie's just bad. I can't I, pinpoint funny. anybody because it's just yeah. like the whole movie's bad. Honestly, I like everybody, but her and Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I just can't get into it. I, Uma looks everything else is just really stupid. Who? Uma Thurman looks amazing as Poison Ivy. She's all right. That's the best. That's like the one time I thought she was like, oh wow. I thought she was attractive, but actually, I, I find her more attractive than Kill Bill. Like she's, she's scary. She's badass. She's scary. She's, she's badass. Just like she's gonna beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I know. She fucks me. 
<laughs> hey, it's not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, man, she fucked me. <laughs> uh, okay, here's a horror movie sidekick. This is a horrible one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, any of them. The family is the worst sidekick to Leatherface. You know why? Family? Yes. In every incarnation, you know he had like skin disease or something like that, or he's real fucked up. That's why he wears the leather. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why he, has, why he cuts yeah. people's faces off. Yeah. Is so instead of grotesque. Instead of fucking getting him help, the family just becomes cannibals. Because <laughs> that's an easier solution. Exactly. And I think the only reason they get Yeah. That's a narrative on how expensive health care is in this country. <laughs> <laughs> This family resorted to cannibalism as opposed to getting health care treatment for their child. <laughs> for their child. Instead, you know, you know, they're they're obviously they all needed a little help, maybe a little inbred, but yeah. Exactly. If they had some help, what if that some food? What if that's the underlying <laughs> message in that movie and we just cracked it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we just outthought that the whole time. Nobody's ever thought about that. Just oh my god. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, I always thought. I, to me, I watch the movies and I see Leatherface as the victim <laughs> to a horrible family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all think he's a serial killer. He just needs help. I got one for you though. This one's a this one's a you thinker though. Okay. <clears throat> worst villain or worst movie sidekick is Hannibal Lecter. I know people think of him as the antagonist, but actually, if you think of Silence of the Lambs. And Red Dragon. Hannibal, I've seen Hannibal Rising, or I've seen those less, but we're sticking to Red Dragon and those two. Hannibal the Old Hannibal with what's her name? Clarice Sterling. Okay, well, I can't. Who's the fucking actress? Whatever her name is. Silence of the Lambs, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. Defining a sidekick is someone who helps the protagonist. Though he, he, they go to him for help to find the serial killers that they're hunting for. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bob, Tooth Fairy. They're hunting him, right? So they need his help. So thus, he is somewhat of a sidekick. But he's a bad sidekick because he's only doing it for his own benefit. He's always trying to escape as mm-hmm. well and try to kill his little protagonist. Worst sidekick, do you agree with that? Or is he a father figure? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, because he no, he was in love with Clarice, so maybe to Will Graham. <laughs> no, he's because cre- I I've seen Silence of the Lambs a couple of times. He's creepy as shit in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I probably wouldn't seek advice from him, but you know what? I'm not in the FBI either. But he is a he is a very smart man. Yeah, psychic. I feel like he's the scariest of all the, the villains, Hollywood villains and stuff like that, monsters, because he's he's intelligent, like he's he's real, chameleon, you know. Yeah, he's real. He's realistic. I can believe it. You feel like that's somebody you could meet on the street? Oh yeah, I'm sure we've all kind of walked across some psycho at some point. You ever ever thought about that? Like. Now, obviously not Timothy McVeigh, but like, like I can't even think of a recent like shooter or something like that. Statistically, I think like 
what is it, one in a hundred? That you walk across an actual serial killer? Yeah. Or you walk about well, a psycho, like a like yeah. clinical psychopath? Yeah. So it's like, think, you go through four classes in, in college, You somebody yeah. in that class is a fucking psycho. Yeah. Uh, and it might be you. But how, but how often have you actually walked across somebody who's actually murdered somebody? You've thought about a that. psycho killer like that? Yeah, like met a psycho killer like that. Yeah. You always want to be the neighbor to that guy. They never murder their neighbor. No, because it's too close to home. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You always want to be their neighbor. Yeah, he's he's the nicest exactly. guy. Uh, probably not in our neighborhood. We did a lot of fucking shit to people. <laughs> oh, but there wasn't a psychopath in our neighborhood. You know who's also a worst movie psychic? Bugs Bunny. To Michael Jordan. If it weren't for Bill Murray and Lola Bunny, Michael Jordan had to do that whole game on his own. I thought Bugs contributed. Did, I there were zero assists. He never once passed the ball to Jordan so he can make the shot. He passed to Lola, I think, once maybe. I don't know, but I, I Bugs Bunny didn't really contribute. His stats are pretty poor. <laughs> all right. Lola Bunny, I think, has at least two shots, like four points. I, I know she has a layup. She runs across one dude's face. And I think in the second quarter she got one. But Bill Murray, man, Bill Murray comes in the second half, saves the day. What did Bugs actually do in the game other than be a character? He discovered the water. And he discovered the magic water. juice. Once they found out it was magic juice, they were like, ah. so we were lied to. He discouraged the team. I'm sorry. I would have cut his ass a long time ago. Give the bench bugs. No, it's like high school rules. You can't cut anybody. These aren't professionals. This is a rec league. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot riding on that game in the wreck. <laughs> okay. So we found out that Hannibal Lecter is a uh, fucking horrible sidekick. The Sawyer family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre are just horrible psychics as well. Um, and the best psychic, according to this podcast, is Cliff Booth from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tyler Durden, sidekick. Would you consider him a sidekick? Or is he a main character? Hmm. According to the uh, rules that we read off at the beginning of the show, he would be considered a psychic, even though he is a manifestation in his mind. So he is a psychic, but he's a horrible psychic, but he encourages bad things. Is he worse than Hannibal? <laughs> so he would not. Ooh. By the fact that in that universe, they basically started everything at ground zero. Yes. <laughs> so what? Hannibal Lecter killed a few people, but it's not like he affected the entire world. Mm, I don't know. If he was set free, he would have killed everybody. Because you're talking about it, I gotta tell you this. Have you heard about the Chinese ending of I was actually going to tell you that. I was going to say, oh, damn, now we can't. Now we're not going to get to be played in China. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh shit. We got Tokyo. We were in Tokyo. We edit that. No, Tokyo is that's Japan. We're good in Japan. 
Yeah, we're good in Japan. But yeah, that's fucking crazy, isn't it? Like, they put uh, up that black not... screen, like, everything went, the cops found everything. Yeah. He was arrested, uh, got mental health, everything turned out okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like, what the fuck? Uh, that wasn't the only one I read about. There was another one that they were talking about. Ah, what was it? V for Vendetta. Happening? Yes, that was one. There were, I don't know, there's some hell Anyone mm-hmm. that deals with the overthrow of government? Yeah. Get censored. The happening, man. It's real. That's so fucking weird. Hmm? Igor from Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, that's a that's an okay one. I mean, he provokes the monsters. I, think. I know, but he's a great, but Susan, such a great actor, like old school. Yeah, he's a good actor. Gene, uh, not Gene Simmons, Gene Wilder. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Man, I love Gene Wilder though. Gene Wilder. I you lo- watched his I old can movies. Watch, like, I, I can watch just about anything with Gene Wilder in it because I just enjoy his characters that much. The ones he did with uh, Richard Pryor. Yes, those are pretty uh, good. What's that fucking movie? It's like totally been canceled a hundred times. Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah. Gene Wilder's so funny in that movie too. I see my hand steady as a rock. Yeah, but this is my shooting hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love gene wilder in that yeah. he's willy wonka oh my god i was willy sad wonka. when he passed away he was he's probably one of my favorite actors from from back in the day i was very sad yeah i actually i wish he had done more alamo draft house those those parties mm-hmm. i think i still have the autograph in my both of them in my fucking uh closet we uh because I, I just heard about it from uh, my supervisor. They were doing a Willy Wonka party. And, like, at, have you ever been to a part the parties at Alamo Draft House when they do movie parties? No, I've never been to one. I've heard of them. Oh, you got to at least do it. You got to at least do it. Uh, if you can do it, man, go do it. It's pretty cool. Uh, and I heard the Willy Wonka party. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. So I bought Mom a ticket. And then Barbara was like, oh, I really want to go. So we invited Barbara. And... The host for it were Mike TV, Mike TV, <laughs> and Baruka Salt. So they were the host of it, and they like give you laundry sheets for the. Hold on, Charlie. You know where the oh, mom yeah. works in the laundry mat. Uh, they gave you laundry sheets for that. They gave you everlasting gobstoppers. They gave you uh, lickable paper or something like that. Mm-hmm. that oh, for the wallpaper. Paper. Yeah, yeah. And when the ribbon scene was going off, they threw ribbons at everybody. So you just kind of go along with the game with the movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When we had set it up, Gene Wall, I he was still alive. But between the week that we were waiting, Gene Walder had died. So we literally kind of caught those two actors a couple of days after Gene Waller had died. Oh, this is kind of kind of strange. And they told us like cool stories and stuff like that. And I asked them about the uh, the fucking uh, like because like they were like, hey, does anybody have questions on this side? And everyone for some reason looked at me. <laughs> I guess Mom did, so they just did what she did. And I was like, fuck it. And I was like, so y'all guys got any like Oompa Loompa stories and? 
Veronica Salt told the story, and she was like, well, we were too young to attend the epic parties that they had had. But there was one that sticks out. In Germany, where they filmed the movie, guests at hotels would leave their shoes out so people would clean the shoes at night. It's complimentary at hotels in Germany, apparently. Mm. All these midgets who played Oompa Loompas and Willy Wonka had one night taken all the shoes and tied them to different shoes and threw them all in the fucking lobby. (laughs) (laughs) So when they like woke up, people woke up, where are my shoes? You had to go dig for your shoes in the fucking lobby in the entire hotel. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, these like, you know, dwarves and stuff like that are just like... (laughs) Just running around stealing people's shoes. Stealing people's shoes. And I gotta say, those Oompa Loompas actually are probably the best sidekicks of all time, Eric. <laughs> Solve that. Sorry, Cliff Booth, but psych, you know what? We never limited how many sidekicks you can have in the entire Oompa Loompa employment agency. And not the new is the best sidekicks. <laughs> no, fuck those. Dear God, no. Well, okay, I guess that's a good point to wrap it on up, Eric. Uh, what are we gonna do next week? Where? Are gonna watch Actually, Shrek? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think next week we're gonna take a week off. And sounds about right. When we come about the back, week after that, we're gonna go through some Blade. All of the blades. You know, it's a mix between horror and uh, it's kind of superhero, but the superhero aspect wait, is very low. We're watching horror movies. Blade's technically a horror movie. Horror, horror. Or it's an action. It's a horror action. It's a horror. Is there titties in that movie? Horror. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I'm going to watch. We're going to watch. There's no nudity. We're going to watch. It's just rated R because of blood and violence. I think Pure so. Pure violence. Well, we're we're going to do an overview of the entire series. Beginning to end. End to beginning. Beginning to end. And see where it goes. But that'll wrap us up for uh, this week, Eric. Uh, any final thoughts on about psychics? Did you? Do we forget anybody who deserves a mention? I think a boo is a horrible psychic. I think uh, we didn't mention Patrick from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I feel like we missed, missed an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll wrap us up. Where I'm Evan. And I'm Eric. And we will catch y'all guys at the movies.